Hey guys, what's up? Happy Friday. You're listening to The Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Hey everybody. Um, we have a special guest in the studio today, but real quick before we introduce him, uh, Melinda, what you been up to? Oh gosh, Pot- like rowing myself over here in <laughs> I the know. boat. This weather's been insane. It's terrible weather. It's either freezing, so, hot. Today it was wet. Like I know. we have puddles. I, I have like a moat around my house. I wanted to ride my scooter and I couldn't. <laughs> you, know you could get a rowboat. First world problem. In a rowboat around. No, the... yeah, six seven or not six seventy. Seventy was really bad. I was hydroplaning today. Uh, like I was saying, like uh, I, there were police officers blocking a lane. I thought there was an accident, and actually one of the police officers was had a stick and was like trying to unclog a drain <laughs> so that that's the, good yeah there's not ponding so yeah. Columbus police are always doing a really good job that's great yeah yeah um, they go unnoticed a lot. I know and that's not their job and it was so risky the situation they're in it was on a curve mm. blah 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 yeah that's crazy so what else yeah. we're doing a lot of projects yeah. we've been busy we're working together on a project I know we did that yesterday I'm so excited yeah it's our first like we went to the appointment together kind of appointment. Yeah, I'm that allowing you to cool. do draperies. You're allowing me. <laughs> we didn't even go into pricing out shutters, but I think the I was going to price them out you anyway. You found some really cool fabric, though. Thanks. Yeah, I, you I've came ultra prepared. Or, I, yeah, I, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I have my iPad and, I know. you know, I have my I need an iPad Pro. You had an Apple Pen. I was making I you even, jello. You barely know you how to jelly. text. <laughs> Yeah, I'm techie. I, I like tech. I was kind of shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah you sketching and everything. I know, right? Yeah. Hey, I got it to going on. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't know. And then we went to City Barbecue after. <laughs> we ate our feelings. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's Actually been got, a rough month. I got called skinny a little bit ago, and I was kind of shocked. I know. Yeah. No, I've just been nice. eating like an eater. Yeah, well, you know. It's working like a worker, eating working like an eater. Yeah, and that's why I'm a little late getting here. I was working today, too. I had some, oh, I had some quotes insane. to do, and I, I haven't had time to even figure up anything. I've been doing appointments and running around. and Yeah, I've been tracking been, orders. I, been, I hope this month is better than last. Last month was a little rough. Why? Are you kidding? Well, Gavin got diabetes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And We talked about that. Don't ruin that's yeah. posted. We're talking. About. We're in the future. We're, We're in, in the March. Future. It's March, Melinda. We are futuristic people, aren't we? Yeah, I'm turning 21. <laughs> oh, that's right. Your birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is about when this is going to post. <laughs> um, Happy birthday. Yeah. Me. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that, but yeah, I, I know what that. You looking for? So. Lynn, Lynn is trying to. She's walking around <laughs> aimlessly. So we have a we have a guest in the studio, Orso. He <laughs> yes, about attacked me when I, when I walked in today. He was like, "Melinda, there you are." So he is the sweetest little doggy. It's in here somewhere. Here he is. Hi, Orso. He hasn't. Where's he at? He's he's, he's over here eating the pen. Oh God, really? <laughs> no. Orso, drop it. <laughs> he's a little thief. <laughs> He'll go into people's purses. He steals blackberries. I heard he was stealing money. Oh, he steals money. Yeah, you got to tell everybody that story. Yeah, but he doesn't steal it to hide it. He steals it and then shreds it. Oh, no. Yeah. So <laughs> He's I mean, a real-life paper shredder. I know, right? Well, you know. So anyway, let's get right into it. We're going to talk today about energy, um, yeah, meditation, is, yoga, and some really cool stuff. We have one of my friends here. His name's Daniel Cernicola. He hails from Cleveland, Ohio, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. Thank you for having me, Danny and Melinda. So, yeah, I'm Daniel Cernicola. And I do want to clarify, I'm really thrilled that when you were talking about the guest that attacked Melinda and was shredding money, that you did say it was a dog. <laughs> because I was like, what kind of reputation am I about to get here? So thank you for clarifying. I mean, man. I was like, whoa. These yeah, pe- stepping right yeah, into Yeah, I'm like, it. everyone's turning off the podcast right now. They're like, who's this crazy guy? So yes, so Danny, I am from Cleveland, Ohio, just like you. How'd you, I'm not from Cleveland. Well, I tell people. I'm from Ford. Youngstown. Boardman. Boardman. Oh, wow. But you're from, well, you're from the east side, right? Well, you know, I'm going to be honest. I lived in Cleveland for many years, but prior to that, I was from a small town south of Akron called Canal Fulton. 
and I've it's such a that. small town, no one has ever heard it's of it. It's like Cantonish, isn't it? Well, you know what? I got to tell you, our biggest attraction in Canal Fulton was a man-made ditch called the Canal. Yeah, the Ohio Canal. we had canal. the canal boat. We had the canal boat. And is that by Maslin? It is. It's, it's by, my, by Maslin. Yeah. And my hometown was so small that one year they had mules that pulled the canal boat up and down the canal. I remember. And one yeah. year, the mules died. <gasps> so city council debated for quite a while whether or not to replace them with mules or have a tractor pull the canal boat. Oh my and gosh. finally someone so wait, donated canal sales to get them to uh, be quiet. Oh. This canal is still used? The canal is still used. They use it for tourism and uh, the canal boat. So Yeah, my cousin's the mayor of Maslin. Oh, nice, um, nice. Yeah, I never get to go up there. But well, next time you head to Canal Fulton, you got to go to Osher's Dairy. They have the best ice cream I've ever had. Interesting. Mm. Sometimes when I get that bored driving to Youngstown or Cleveland, well, Youngstown actually, I'll take 70 East and was it 77? Yeah. And you stop at the Goasis. Oh, no, that's nice. 71. You're on the wrong road. Oh. <laughs> no, but you get to see I mean, the hot, you get to see the hills. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's really beautiful in. Oh, uh, you go through uh, Amish country. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's like lots of hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just gotta so watch pretty. where you drive because there's all yeah. those buggies on the road and yeah, yeah. Gotta be very careful. And so, and, and horses use the <laughs> and road. horses. Mm-hmm. Horses are usually Not the, the freeway. ones pulling yes. the buggies. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Which they leave piles. They leave piles everywhere. <laughs> so yes, so yes. I'm from Canal Fulton and I made my way to Columbus probably about five years ago. Really? And uh, I've been here having a thriving. What made you move from Cleveland to Columbus? What made me move? So I was in Cleveland, and it was at a period in my life where I was transitioning from some unhealthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this actually really segues into my background. Um, So I grew up in a small town, and I uh, ended up uh, probably, gosh, I was 17 in 1996. I ended up coming out, so I had quite a difficult coming out experience Mm -hmm. as a small town, uh, which later I wrote a really great article about for Yoga Journal. And, uh, you know, I came out and, you know, I, I found myself in a series of unhealthy relationships. And mm-hmm. right about the age of 31, I got out of one of those relationships. And I looked back over my 20s. I looked back over my teen years. And the first thing I had to do was come to grips with, whoa, there's one thing that every one of these relationships has in common. And it was me. And that was a really hard pill to swallow. So mm-hmm. I actually uh, started to look at my own mind and I thought, you know, what can I do to change some of my patterns and thought processes mm-hmm. that got me here? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to get to that point. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does. It takes a lot. lot. We're about the same age, I believe. Right? What's that? 25, right? Well, no, I'm 21. I mean, you're much older than me. How old are you again? I'm 31. Yeah. No, I'm actually <laughs> 39. I turned a big 4-0 this year. Oh, fuck, you're older you than both me. both are. I'm not going to be 40. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Nothing's wrong with being 40, Melinda and Danny. Um, so, yeah. No. But, wait, where was I going with this? I had a realization probably when I was, not until 32, where I just stopped giving a shit. I used to really care what people thought about me. I had a coming, like, I wasn't really confident in myself, confident in my work. And I really grew between the ages of 21 and 22. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just had one okay, amazing year no, growth. I'm 38. I'll <laughs> but, be 39 next month. But no, between the ages of probably 32 and 35, I came to a realization where I just the people that are in my life are in my life for a reason. And if they're in my life, um, I want them there. Mm-hmm. And I got rid of bullshit. And I just deal with things a certain way. Melinda, I think you've gone through that Oh yeah. too. I've been through several phases of life. <laughs> <laughs> a divorce will really throw you yeah. into a different kind of feeling so about Jenny, people. Tell us, so, what, tell us what got you into, you do yoga, you do energy cleansings, you do Reiki. Um, what got you involved in that? So like, I always tell the story that um, I had been in an unhealthy relationship and I literally had lunch with a guy, dumped him <laughs> over that lunch, and I saw a gym across the parking lot. And so I see this gym and I think, you know what? I flung gym twice in high school. A lot of people don't know that about me. They see me and they're like, oh, he's a bigger guy. He's got some muscle. Yeah, I actually flunked gym twice in high school. I was scared to go to gym because I got bullied so much. I did too. Yeah, so I mean, I would get stuffed in trash cans. And now we work out like crazy. Yeah, right, right. And and, uh, so it was funny because I had never conquered the gym. So I see this gym across the parking lot. I think, you know what? I'm gonna have a lot of spare time on my hands now. So I joined the gym and I start working out. 
And the first thing that I noticed was because I started working out and I really went hard at it, I started putting on muscle really quickly. Mm -hmm. And I immediately lost my flexibility. So one day I'm in the locker room at the gym with my partner, Jake, and I'm like, you know what? I can't tie my shoes. Oh, no. And so I started having oh. these horrible visions. I have a dad. I love my dad. He's this Italian guy. He's cute. Everybody thinks he's adorable, but he wears Velcro shoes. And so I started thinking, oh, my gosh, Velcro hey, shoes. Hey, I have father. Velcro shoes on. Yes, Velcro shoes. But were minor in my Air Jordans. I, wow. He actually does really have Velcro he shoes on. He does really do. They're very wow. tacky. Wow. They just came out. I've ordered two pairs because like they them actually so much. look really cool. I got to say that. That's so I started thinking of my dad with his Velcro shoes, and I'm just like, I can't go down this road. I mean, wow. So there was a yoga class at the gym that I worked out at, and we went to this yoga class for the first time. And my gosh, it was mortifying. There were young blonde ladies in it. I mean, everybody was flexible. Everybody could bend into the shape of a pretzel. Mm -hmm. Everybody but me. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> so, so you sit in the back, right? <laughs> so we were in the back. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. Our, our downward-facing dogs looked like a cross between a plank and a downward-facing dog and, and laying on our bellies, basically. I mean, it was not pretty. Yeah, it was not pretty. Melinda, so. have you been to a yoga class? Oh, I love yoga. Really? I love all exercise, everything. I, I've been doing a little bit of it with um, my trainer. I, I'm very particular. I don't like being on the floor. I don't like going to gym, so I do all this at home. I or know. you can do it in a studio. There's mm -hmm. some really great studios here in Columbus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are. So there are, you could throw. You can't. You can't swing a Gucci handbag without hitting a yoga studio exactly. here in Columbus. Well, <laughs> I'm in London, and there aren't any yoga studios in London. Shut up. Oh yeah, there's got to be a few. There's yoga classes, but no studios. Maybe oh, okay. that. Maybe that's your next frontier. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I so, can do that. but so well, you know, with the story, you know, I found yoga. And at the same time, I was going Your classes are busy, though. Sorry. My classes are really busy. Yeah, you've been doing kid, you've been do, doing yoga with uh, young athletes, children. Yeah. You've been doing a lot. I've been seeing your pictures online. So, yeah, so it's been really cool because uh, I went through this process where we were going to the yoga classes. We fell so in love with it. We started studying meditation around the same time. And uh, You and Jake? Yeah, we just put it all together and we thought, you know, this is something we could really offer people because it's made such a difference in our lives. Mm -hmm. So like Danny was saying, now we teach young athletes. Mm -hmm. um, so we work with the, the Westerville crew, the Upper Arlington crew, wow. Greater Columbus Rowing Association. We do all kinds of uh, sports teams. But one of the things that I've gotten the most joy out of is uh, lately I've been working with an organization that's a residential facility for youth that have gone through severe emotional trauma. Oh. And so I get to work with them as well, helping them to ease some of the trauma out of their body through yoga and meditation. So that's been really awesome. Mm -hmm. Have you done any work with like Star House or anything? Mm -hmm. you know, I've not you know done work is? with them, but I, you know, I'm always open to, you know, doing work with various organizations. I did some great work with Kaleidoscope Youth Center uh, oh, as yeah, well. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, so, you know, we've taught yoga all over the city. We teach yoga at a few studios within the city. Um, and lately, one of the things that's really been taking off is my meditation and Reiki practice. And that's why I brought you on today. Yeah. Because as designers, we get so stressed out. And I've had a lot of anxiety. I have horrible anxiety. Because I'm always worried about what's happening, what's going on, what, 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 what am I working on now, what's happening next. Well, and then technology doesn't work the way you want it to. So oh, yeah. at the last minute. Yeah. So yeah, it is very stressful. What, like... I love doing stretches and yoga. I feel like it clears my mind. Mm -hmm. My anxiety has been reduced greatly uh, just incorporating yoga in my life. But what, tell us some meditation. Tell, tell us how meditation can affect the body stress-wise, mentally. Um, there's a th something called trans, transcendental? Transcendental meditation. meditation, yeah. I don't know so, anything about that. I know people that have used that before and recommend it. Yeah. So first of all, you know, I'm on Facebook. I'll screw through. through I, I will scroll through Danny's <laughs> Facebook and uh, I see how busy this guy is. And a lot of times I'm going, how does he even have time to breathe? And so, you know, I've he's, had customers tell me that I, about, my, about me or about you? me. Oh, yeah. No, so, I get that every day. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I can imagine that interior designers are mm -hmm. extremely busy. And I think, you know, meditating is something that everybody should do. Mm -hmm. And so the first question I know that I get from a lot of people is, where do I find time to do this? Right. And so there's actually an old Buddhist analogy or, or quote that says, 
if you don't think you have 10 minutes to meditate, you actually need to meditate for 20. And that's a harsh reality for all of us. So my method, just let me tell you my method of meditation, um, when I'm at my warehouse, unfortunately I can't do it right now, but I have an electric scooter here and I'm in an office park. I will take mid-afternoon scoop breaks. So I'll just shut everything down and I get on my scooter and I go out and I just clear my mind and ride it around the office park. Everybody thinks I'm crazy probably, but that's my method. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great way to chill and unwind. That is um, good. One of the, you know, one of my friends contacted me yesterday. He texted me. He's like, I'm having an anxiety attack at work. What do I do? Hmm. And I said, breathe. And yeah. I gave, I led him through a breath practice via text message. You know, I had him inhaling for a count of four, exhaling for a count of eight. And I had him do a few rounds of that. And then I said, okay, let's switch it up. Inhale for a count of four. Now exhale for a count of 12. And what a lot of people don't realize is there's some scientific methodology behind this. Really? When you a take lot. longer exhales than your inhales, it actually relaxes your parasympathetic nervous system. Oh. It sends a message to the brain and it says, hey brain, it's okay to relax. You don't have to be so stressed. Mm -hmm. Because you know what a lot of people uh, don't realize is we still have brains very similar to our ancestors. We have the amygdala. We have all that crazy stuff happening wait, in the wait, brain. Wait, where are we going? Ancestors. Yeah, we meaning. have fight or flight. And oh. so our meaning first thing to apes? do. I don't know. What are our ancestors the to Ander you? Early cavemen, yeah. Neanderthals, yeah. Neanderthal. stuff like okay, that. Okay, you know? yeah. and, and so when, when stress comes into our lives, the first thing we want to do is just tense up. We want to get ready to fight. And it doesn't have to be that way. Right, right, So right. that's where meditation comes in. That's where yoga can come in and really help your life a little bit. So even for some of the interior designers out there listening, um, you know, do a simple breath practice. You know, sit at your desk. You can inhale for four, exhale for eight. I have an Just, Apple Watch, and it's always telling me to breathe. Me too. And I'm like, I love that. I love that <laughs> Apple came out with that because in I'm our like, culture, I have time for that. Breathe. Yeah. In our I'm culture, like, I am we breathing. Just don't I'm alive. <laughs> I was driving over here today, and I'm like tense. I'm going through downtown, and it goes breathe, and I'm like, now. <laughs> breathe now. Yes. Breathe I'm now. Driving. Yeah, so that's actually, Melinda, that's a really good uh, segue as well because, so I teach meditation classes uh, for beginning meditators, and it's the seated meditation. It's what you see traditionally in a lot of photographs and stuff like that and you hear about and Buddhist monks do it. And so I have, I have people sit, and they're usually shocked that I have them meditate with their eyes open. Really? And yeah. Really? And you, yeah, a lot of people meditate with their eyes closed, but I like to teach meditating with your eyes open because it promotes awareness. Hmm. It's called shamatha or calm abiding meditation. Hmm. And the reason we do it with the eyes open is if you think about it. So Melinda's telling me the story about how she's driving down the road this morning. She's all stressed. Well, guess what? You're driving down the road. You can't close your eyes no, while you're, you're behind right. the you're, you're right. right. You're actually in yeah. the world. So this meditation practice is something. I've been in the car with her. You don't want her to close her eyes while driving. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. Danny's told me stories right. of how she can't even drive with her eyes open, so we do not want her eyes closed. No, 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 no. Just call me Mario. Yeah, there we go. So, you know, you're in the world. So I always, I use the illustration with my students that if you're in the grocery store, for example, you know, you, someone cuts you off with a shopping cart. Oh, you get yeah. yeah, isn't that no. the worst? Oh, yeah. You can't stand in the middle of the store and just close your eyes. Your eyes no. are going to be open. You're going right. to be seeing that stuff happen right yeah. in front of you. So actually, I haven't been in a grocery store in years. <laughs> oh yeah, well, some of us don't have that. Yeah, my refrigerator is completely empty right now. I, I was, really need to. I was in Walmart the other day, and the guy in front of me had ten items, and he paid in change. He was put, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! I gotta but go." You know what? That's a, so that's that also was another something. one. Like, yeah, trigger. I meditate in Walmart all of the time. Oh, shut up, like, Danny! I shop for my shoes there, my sunglasses. <laughs> You've never even been to Walmart. But so. see, that's where you also need to change your perspective. Where else could so. I go to get my outfits, paint, um, fabric, and Melinda, a sewing back machine? To you. Back and a TV. Back to you. <laughs> so you. this is where this is where you know if you're in Walmart and you see someone paying with change. You have to change your mindset a little bit and say, okay, why is that person paying with change? Right. And you have you to do, think, you're right, you're assume right. innocence. You are right. Yeah. And, and so see the positive. So I'll tell you guys a really cool story. So I have this big bodybuilder friend, and I had coffee with him probably six weeks ago. And we're having coffee. We're in this trendy coffee house. We're feeling good. And he looks at me. He goes, so what are you doing tonight? And I said, well, I am meditating. 
And see, that's the other reason people need to meditate is you may hear Melinda's phone going off. Sorry. She did not turn her phone off during this podcast because we are so busy. We live by our phones. And so that's another thing is put down the phone. So anyway, back to I I've been really conscious. I make my, I try to keep my phone on do not disturb when I'm at home. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to stay off of social media. I've actually stopped watching the news because... We would watch the news every freaking morning, and it was the same. We do watch it. We, I watch the first 15 minutes of Government America every morning, but we were watching CNN every night, and it was just the same thing, repeated and repeated oh, and repeated. It'll drag you down. And now I don't even watch Good Morning America because I feel like it starts out like, it's snowing, raining, or something's on fire. The president <laughs> did this, that, yeah. or the other I thing. Mean, we, oh, yeah. we live and in a And somebody's culture. getting shot uh-huh. dead or screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yep. Like this, well, and you know what? It's format, like I want to have a positive. Yes. And if you're taking in like negative energy, you really do absorb that, and it took you me do. forever. You do. To so, you down. so talking about meditation. So you you mentioned. I'm really glad you brought that up. You talked about Good Morning America and seeing the news. You know, one of the first things I do when I see a horrific news story is I'll go sit on my cushion and meditate a little bit because it calms me down and it refocuses my mind. Hmm. So I was talking about this bodybuilder. He's yeah. he's like. He's like, what are you doing later? And I said, well, I'm starting a six-week meditation series that I teach. And so he says to me, he's like, I can't meditate. And I looked at him, I said, I like a challenge. So he came (laughs) to my class that night. And this is a guy, he's been to meditation classes all over the city, and he's tried and tried. And he came to my class, and afterwards he said, oh, my God, I actually meditated. And he's been meditating since, which is beautiful. So it's helped him, it can help you. Um, What I recommend is sitting, open the eyes, just focus on your breath. Focus on your breath. And, you know, one of the things that drives me bonkers about mo- some of the modern meditation teachers we have here is they all, you know, a lot of people teach that you got to clear your mind of everything. And I'm going to tell you what, especially you, Melinda, you, Danny, as busy as you are, if you ever find an off switch for your mind, let me know where it's at. Oh, yeah. If right. you can find it, let me know. Yeah, right? There's no off switch. We don't come with an off switch. So what happens... No, I'm on from morning to... Yeah, our mind is constantly thinking. And what we don't realize, it's even thinking while we sleep. Oh, no, I'm aware. I was having dreams last night. Me too. The beautiful thing about meditation, though, is sometimes we feel that our mind is out of control. Clear your mind. Yeah. And the rest will follow. Yes. And you can actually harness that mind. So in meditating, you almost kind of observe your mind. You observe your thoughts. And then you're like, okay, I can let that go and come back to your breathing. It's, it's really wonderful. Yeah. And there's some great apps. I know that, uh, you know, uh, meditation apps are really good. There's I Headspace. I use an app called, called Calm. There's C-A-L-M. Insight Meditation Timer. Um, Calm app is yeah. very interesting. Calm app is really good, too. If anybody's watched, absolutely fabulous. But um, you have to pay for that, right? Yes. Yeah, there's but various Joanna, ways for it Joanna Lumley from Absolutely Fabulous will read you a bedtime story. Oh, really? If you pay for it. Nice. And Bradley Cooper will read you a bedtime story. Really? Yes. I know Lisa so, Davenport told us about yeah, Calm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I think, she, yeah, you're right, she, she did. She uses that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, is this really um, Patsy from Ab Fab? Do you, uh, Danny, do you know Ab Fab? I yeah, I know Fab. I yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Patsy. Yeah, I know exactly so, what you're talking about. Yeah, you know I'm what? like, I'm she's reading you... bedtime stories to me. And I'm like, is this Did real? it relax you? It does. It does. They're just not long enough. But they have, like, really soothing voices. I'm, when I sleep, sleep hygiene is a big thing. And I wanted you to cu- touch a little bit on that. What? So sleep hygiene. Yeah. Is what? that a big word? Sleep hygiene. I, you know, so I was going to give you some tips for how to sleep a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. So That's there's what some I want. Really, there's some really Please. cool stuff I've discovered lately. So Max Richter is this really famous composer. He's done a lot of series for HBO. He actually just scored the entire Melinda, background. I can hear you writing. For, uh, he actually just scored the entire background for uh, Mary Queen of Scots. A few years ago, he came out with an album called Sleep, and it's eight and a half hours. And it's music that he worked with a neuroscientist to match our sleep patterns through the I'm night. I'm downloading this right now. Yeah, it's actually. amazing. It's eight and a half hours. I've been going to bed with it every single night, listening to it from beginning to end. It's so beautiful, and it helps me sleep better. Wait, is it so, under books? What's it under? Uh, you can find it in Apple Music. Um, so you can also probably store? find it on some other music apps. So I, I love What's it. His name again? But here's some Repeat other things I'm going to tell you. Max Richter? Max Richter, R-I-C-H-T-E-R. 
So here's some other tips I'm going to give you. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Probably about half an hour before you go to bed, don't look at your phone, unless you're turning on the Max Richter sleep soundtrack. Um, (laughs) The other thing I'm going to say is when you wake up in the morning, I know I want to recommend that all of you meditate, but some of you are going to be like, nope, not doing that. But here's what I recommend. The first hour of your morning, don't look at your phone. Think about it. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? I go take a shower. You don't look at your phone? Nope. Good for you. Good for you. You are, you get a mindfulness star today. But a lot of us That's look why at our I have phones. Great energy. No, I grab yeah. my phone because stuff happens. Yeah. I, I have clients all over the world and like I get texts throughout the night. So it's a challenge um, because. However, I do make sure my phone is off and on do not disturb between the hours of 11 and I think 7 a.m. My phone stays in the kitchen. It, yeah, it's you not gotta, even close to my bed. No, you when I wake set up, those parameters with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, when I wake up, I do have to reply. I have to look at my phone. I can't not because I see what's happened. Because I, sometimes I go to bed at like 7 p.m. Sometimes I go to bed at 5 p.m. And I'll wake up and be here and working at 4 a.m. Um, nice. Well, Melinda has a question she wrote down for me, and I'm yeah. going to kind of address it. Why do some people meditate with open hands? So you can meditate with your hands resting on your lap with the palms facing up. Like you're going to receive some energy. Do you see that accessory over there? The hands? Yeah. Yeah, we see a gigantic handbowl that's gorgeous. Is that part of your collection? That is. Oh. That's not part of meditation. That's not part of meditation. No, but open, listen, open hands. (laughs) Okay. Signify something. So it signifies receiving. Exactly. It signifies receiving. But a lot of times. It signifies welcomeness. But when I teach meditation, I always have people put their hands face down on their lap or their knees. Hmm. Um, Just because, you know, meditating is for you. It's so that you can deal with all your stuff and then head out into the world and be a little bit more aware. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) She's hiding her notes and I need to see them so I know what I'm supposed to talk about. We're both making show notes. Yeah. So. So we talk about meditation, and with meditation, there comes an energy. And I know that's what you really wanted to talk about today, yeah. is so, some of the energy work that I do. Hold on. Yeah? Does meditation and yoga go hand in hand? Because I know some yoga studios have meditation rooms. Do you advise um, meditating before or after yoga in any particular order? Well, you know, I think you can do either one. Um, typically, my schedule is I meditate every morning. I like to meditate after yoga classes. As For a how long? Uh, you know what? Five minutes. Okay. Five minutes of meditation will make a ridiculously big difference. You're right. Now, You're someone right. like me, sometimes I meditate for 20 minutes to an hour. It just depends on yeah, my day and what's going on. <laughs> but I'm not going to ask your listeners to do that because that's a little bit intimidating. But, but uh, I, I will say that, uh, you know, meditation and yoga do go hand in hand. As a matter of fact, a lot of people think of yoga as just the poses. But what they don't realize is there's actually eight limbs of yoga, and one of those limbs is meditation. So I'm not going to bore you by going into all. I'm already going to eye roll. Tell us about all. Do you see all... that over there? Do you see that eye roll? I wish your listeners could see that. Tell us about all eight. because I am had not going to tell you about all eight. We've had a discussion about. Yes, Danny and we've I have had, had this discussion, discussion before. And I'm like, why is this this? He's like, because there's eight blah, blah, blah. Yes, there's eight limbs to yoga. But here's the thing. Meditation is an integral part of yoga. It's an integral part of life, really. Um, It helps us to, uh, you know, stay on track and just keeps our mind clear. Yeah, I do love stretching uh, and then doing meditation. Um, Yeah, it's a beautiful practice. Yoga is actually complicated. People think yoga, people, when I originally heard yoga, I'm like, oh, that sounds like going to a spot. No, yoga actually is fucking hard. It is hard. Well, you know what? There's different kinds of yoga. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is Mm -hmm. we often think of hot yoga. We think of, oh, uh, it's intense. We think Mm -hmm. of super flexible people doing yoga. But there's actually yoga where you could just walk into a room. There's restorative yoga. Mm -hmm. My friend Zach Schwartz, he's awesome. He's on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He teaches restorative yoga where you just pretty much lay around on cushions. I think it's yoga with Zach. You lay around on cushions, lay on a cushion. and you literally stay in these positions for about three to 10 minutes, and it feels good. And here's what's really cool and your listeners are gonna love. There's actually studies about restorative yoga that talk about how it lowers the cortisol levels in the body, and you burn just as many calories doing restorative as you would a hot flow vinyasa class. Huh. And you get to be lazy. Go tell, tell our listeners what a vinyasa is, because I didn't understand. So vinyasa yoga time. is a type of yoga. It's actually linked. 
Vinyasa. Oh, no, that's my fault. Yes, Dan my Russo's phone, phone is going no, off. No, my wow. phone is off. Wow, am I the only one who silenced my phone no, today? No, my phone's on silent, and I don't know how that even got through to me. So vinyasa yoga is yoga that is linked by the breath. And so each movement makes sense. It's a smooth transition from each movement into the next movement. And it's linked by the breath. And so you really focus on your breath a lot in vinyasa yoga. Um, and that's what really helps you to get through the practice. Hmm. Yeah, so there's all kinds I of yoga. I cut you off and you were about to go on another topic. And we were, I think you were going into energy. Yeah. We were going to go to into energy, but yeah. right now we're still talking about yoga a little bit. Keep you know, going on yoga. Danny, Danny said yoga is one of the hardest things he's ever done. Right. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I had, a few years ago, I was teaching a rugby team yoga. And I mean, these are big old rugby guys. They are used to crashing into one another. And after the first class, I had about two of them come up to me and say, oh my God, that is the hardest thing we've ever done. Mm. Well, yeah, Pilates too. Is Pilates a segue from I yoga? I like Pilates better Pilates than is great. Mm. I love Pilates. It's actually mm -hmm. how I got started years ago. I just learned about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Pilates I is different. I finally understood it. Yeah, it was, it was developed by a ballet dancer it's named resist, Joseph. Resistance training, and right? it's Yeah, it's, it's some resistance strength, uh, and strength training in Pilates. It's great as well. Uh, it does a little bit different uh, activity in the muscles than yoga, but also some similar activity. So, I, yeah, Pilates is great too. So let me ask you something, because I've had two partial knee replacements. And yeah. knees and yoga and Pilates, I mean, that's... It's kind of complicated to do, you know, to get down on your knees and things like that. So what would you recommend would be a better exercise? So with every yoga pose, you don't actually have to uh, be on your knees. You can be on your back. You can be doing some stuff on your back. Mm -hmm. There's cushions you can put under your knees. There's blankets. Yeah. So that's the really cool thing about a yoga practice is you can do anything you want mm -hmm. to make the practice yours. Yeah. So th that's one of the things I absolutely love about it. Yeah, because a lot of my friends have back issues, they have knee issues, ankle issues, you know, yeah. shoulder issues. And is there anything like the Pilates or the yoga that actually, I don't think I sound very good here. I'm going to. No, you sound great. <laughs> Thanks. At least from um, what I hear. <laughs> but um, is better than another, would you say, for people that have ailments, those of us who are getting older? Yeah, so <laughs> I, I got to give the caveat here that whatever's going on with your body, always check with your doctor first okay. before you can do yoga. I got to sure. say that on the air. Yes, you do. I pay for yoga insurance, you know? I mean, <laughs> do you have interior design insurance? Yes. Yeah, I, I pay. You would not believe it. I even have insurance for joined Reiki with people. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, and thank goodness I've never had a uh, claim, but you yeah. never know. Yeah. So always have your insurance. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so always have your insurance. Yeah. So yeah, you got to check with the doctor first to see if you can even do yoga. Okay. Um, I have some friends that, you know, you look at them, it looks like nothing's wrong with them, and their doctor has said, don't do yoga. Oh, right. Because the ligaments, the joints, they have mm -hmm. some issues. Mm -hmm. So there's always modifications. Always talk to your yoga teacher. Yeah. Um, for those who do yoga with a video at home or on YouTube, you're kind of at a disadvantage because mm -hmm. you don't have a teacher talking to you one-on-one. -on -one. Right. But definitely talk to your teacher. Mm -hmm. So speaking of homes, let's talk about energy. Right. So I'm in the studio, and I'm looking at Melinda's wrist. She's got some sort of injury. Bet you have carpal tunnel? No. What is it? I have a pulled tendon. She has a pulled tendon. Right here. So what she's going to do for the rest of the time she's on the air, she's going to rest her wrist in my hand. Okay. And I'm going to give her Reiki while I talk, and then oh, we're going to check cool. with her. We're going to check in with Will her in a minute. Can take my wrist wrap off? You can leave it on. Okay. Reiki goes right through. So... Through yoga and meditation, I actually discovered Reiki energy. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a, a little bit of a background here. Um, years ago when I was going through those difficult periods, I did have a counselor who gave me Reiki during counseling sessions. Mm. And it was the most peaceful, exhilarating thing I've ever went through, and it was yeah. wonderful. It just helped me feel this deep sense of calm. Mm -hmm. So I decided I wanted to learn that, and yeah. I, I revisited it at the end of a yoga class at one point. Okay. Uh, the teacher came around giving Reiki, and I thought, wow, I'm home. Are we in energy now? We are talking about Reiki. Reiki energy. Okay. We're talking about Reiki energy. I just told so, you. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. Okay. So, um. yeah, I mean, so it was really good. Oh, you know what? We have a photo being taken. <laughs> so for those of you listening. I thought he was recording, and I'm yes. like, are you recording? He's like, no. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I thought you were recording the whole time. I'm like, do something. <laughs> yeah, my assistant's taking a photo. So it, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, for those of you that are not able to witness this, you'll probably see the photo. I guarantee he's going to use it somewhere. Get my good Ooh, side. Who, me or him? <laughs> you. You. So, so anyway, 
Reiki energy, it's a hands-on healing technique from Japan uh, discovered by Usui Sensei in 1922. And it's just, it's a beautiful practice. I get There's clients. a lot of people that don't believe in it. And I mean, I'm not one of those people, but there are, pe there are people that are like, oh, that's just not a real thing. And it actually is a real thing. Mm -hmm. um, it is a real thing. There's the universe, some scientific studies on it. Yeah. It's all energy. But I mean, the we're universe, all... we're all connected. Yeah. Um, and I hate when I see people like not believing in something that I believe in. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's all personal opinion. So, but the universe does work with energy. Mm -hmm. And the people that you are around, you attract their energy. Right. And if they're negative too, you can get positive, positive energy or negative energy. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, the beautiful thing about Reiki is it's all positive energy. It's a healing energy. And the thing that I really, really can appreciate about what you just said, Danny, is there are people that don't believe in it, and that's okay. You know, there's some scientific studies out there that prove it, but... Uh, oh, it exists. You know, it's... there's... I have many friends that are nurses, doctors. They're using it in hospitals even now. Yeah, yeah. And oh. what's amazing is if you go into a hospital and you give Reiki to a, a patient, you can see a difference in the screens. You see their blood pressure immediately wow. calm down. You see all this great yes, stuff. It's very calming. I've done wow. it. Um, yeah, I've, Danny's I've been done on my table you. before. He's yeah. at a Reiki session. Yeah, and it almost oh. felt like getting a massage, and I've said that before. Well, I had a massage therapist a couple years ago, and she was like, you need Reiki. And she, was, she put her hands around my neck, and it freaked <laughs> me out. But at the same time, I trusted her. So yeah. I you have to trust the person. That. Yeah. But so you have it, to trust, yeah. I was like, oh my God, she's got her hands around my neck. No, but if you, like, it, it's a, a real thing. Like, you know, a really scary kind of feeling that somebody if you think had about their hands around you, my neck. Like, think about the people that you meet day to day. Not everybody connects with everybody. You meet good people, you meet bad people. Yep. And it's all about who you're who you're attracted to, mm -hmm. who you attract to you. Why is there so whiny? Um, yeah, you know, everything but, in the world, in my opinion, is based on energy. Yeah. What you put out there it is really what is. you attract. Exactly. Right. And I never, that's part of my discovery phase. And I didn't really believe in that until a couple of years ago. And my God, I had put out there that I hated doing shiplap. And guess and what guess I what ended up doing? Do. <laughs> shiplap. Well, yeah. And I did a really good job on it. But so let's check in with Melinda here. How's yeah. your wrist doing? I feel a tingly. Do you feel a tingly sensation? I do. That I do. would be the Reiki energy. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. Reiki goes right to the core. They're of holding hands right now. No. We are. We're holding hands. Yeah. We <laughs> look like we're about to be engaged. <laughs> She's stabbing me with this giant rock on her finger, though. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, you know, you talk about divorce. You did well. Yeah, I did. You did well. I have a wonderful husband. Oh, so you, oh, she's currently married. I better not be holding her hand on you. Mark, it's okay. We're all around gays. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Reiki energy is really interesting because uh, it's a positive energy. It's very healing. I have clients that have cancer. I have clients that have severe depression and anxiety, and they always report feeling better uh, after a Reiki session. Hmm. Um, I even have a few clients in the area that are really big, high-level executives at huge companies, and they always say that they do a Reiki session, and then they make their most important decisions the day after because right. their mind is so clear. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So, That's how does this, how would this help an interior designer? Yeah. So, so here's, here's my thing. So, I, I'm thinking of you, Melinda. Yeah. You have, well, you work with Danny. You need all the calm you can get. <laughs> but... You know, you have a huge project, okay? She's busier than me. Yeah, so you have a huge project coming mm -hmm. up, and I, I know that writers get writer's block. What do interior designers get? <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you call it? You just get, Oh, you like, have no idea. I have experienced it this morning. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Interior designers get glass block. But um bum So, <laughs> I mean, that sounds as horrible as writer's block, right? <laughs> yes. So you guys get glass block. We'll just call it that. And uh, so you come in, you lay on my table, you're thinking about a project. You're like, I don't know where the heck I'm going or what direction. Start. Where do we start? Yeah. Maybe a Reiki session would help to recenter mm. and refocus your mind. Oh, that's a good idea. So that's really good. Mm -hmm. And then from Reiki, we're going to segue into energy work. Yes. So I know that's what Danny really wants me to talk yes. about today. So energy work. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, Hold on. Before we go into that. Uh-oh. I've had my place cleansed. You've cleansed my warehouse. You did my house as well the same day. And it's a weird thing. You see it on the Real Housewives or whatever. Jeff Lewis did it. But I really believe in it and believe that it works. And I think that energy work really needs to be done with cleansing your soul, cleansing your space, cleansing your environment. Um, it involves, I want you to talk about what it involves. 
and who should do it? So who should do it? My gosh, I think everybody should do it. So here's a great example, quick story. Have you ever walked into a room after an argument? And what do you feel? Do you feel that heaviness in the air, mm -hmm. that negativity? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Here's the problem. It doesn't go anywhere. It stays in the room. It embeds itself in your furniture. It embeds itself in your walls, in the corners, especially the corners of rooms. You can find a lot of energy in the corners of rooms. So, Probably with a whole bunch of Italians, too, huh? Oh, my gosh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, well. You're Italian, too, aren't you? No. Yeah. Not well, you. English. I know what you are. You're Italian. You tell who you're looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. He's wearing these beautiful sunglasses in the studio. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, so when you walk into a room after an argument, you can feel that energy just hanging there. Mm -hmm. Or what about when you go into a, a hospital room and there's a lot of deep sadness? Ugh. Or oh. funeral homes have a certain kind of energy. Oh, yeah. Mm. You could bring that energy My home God. with you. you yeah, could, it yeah. attaches to you. It attaches to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely does. So I do some techniques for energy clearing. Do you have your stuff in your car right now? Because I... I do not have my stuff in God my car, <laughs> but here's the thing. You don't need them with me. So uh, usually what I start out with is, you know, we see the photos of people doing energy clearing. We think of smudging. Smudging's really big. So if you're an interior designer, you can go into a space. I always recommend smudge the space with a sage smudge stick. Um, and you know what? Here's what's really strange about this. There's some scientific studies to back this up, which is nuts to me. So with saging, there's some studies that if you go in and you sage a space, the smoke actually kills microbes and bacteria, allowing for a healthier space, which is just nuts when you think about it because these are traditions that have been passed down from generation to generation. I even have a few that my Sicilian grandmother taught me. So, you I know. I need you to back up. What's a, what's a smudge stick? So a smudge stick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, uh, a sage smudge stick is a bundle of dried sage tied together with a string. Mm -hmm. It looks like a stick, and you burn it. And when you burn it, you blow on it. A lot of smoke comes from the end of it. Okay. And you use the smoke to go around clearing negative energy. Oh. So typically what I do, uh, when I do energy clearing, I'm giving away my trade secrets here. <gasps> well, I don't know give out too many. Yeah, I won't give away too many. But you're you're an oiler as well. I'm an you oiler a lot too. Of oils. So, yep. So, and you got me addicted to them a little bit. I know. I, I do all the essential oils. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, when I'm doing a space, I'll go in and I have several antique Tibetan singing bowls. I'll ring the bowls in order of the lowest pitched to the highest pitched, which breaks up energy. And again, there's actually scientific studies on that. They're now using sound to break up cancerous tumors, which is really, really cool. I've heard that. that. Is cool. Yeah, so you can use sound to break up energy as well. So usually you open up a door so that the negative energy has somewhere to escape to, outside hopefully, not anywhere else in your space. You go around ringing the singing bowls. You do the smudge stick. I use Tibetan juniper as well. Um, I use some essential oils such as frankincense, white angelica. Uh, you know, various oils like that. Um, I also use tuning forks to clear energy. Um, and then the whole time I'm doing this, I'm also chanting a few uh, prayers. You can chant any prayer you want. Some I feel people... like I need a refund. I didn't hear you chanting when you did mine. I do it in my head. I do it in my head <laughs> because, you know, I try to, you know, my approach of bringing energy, Reiki, meditation, yoga to people is to do it in a really non-threatening way. Mm -hmm. So a lot of stuff like that I'll do in my head, but, you know, I'm still doing it. Um, and what's amazing is every client that I've gone to reports a significant difference in their space after they have had an energy clearing. Hmm. So think about, yeah. you know, I know one of the reasons. I think it should always be done. I've been, I've yeah. been So it. think about if you have a client, Melinda, and you walk in there and let's say this is the client from hell. They have shag carpeting from the 70s. There's no client from hell. They have red velour drapes. We're Christian. All of our clients are from heaven. Yes, they're all heaven sent. Yes, let's go with that. And so you can imagine that if they haven't changed the interior of that space since the 70s, there's some energy that's accumulated in there oh, that yeah. probably needs out of there. Right. You know, grandma had an argument with grandpa in that room, you know, all kinds of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. So you come in, you get someone to take the energy out of that room. Mm -hmm. And so for your clients, not only do you give them this room that is aesthetically pleasing to the eye, but it feels good energetically. Mm -hmm. And think about it, that is success as an interior designer. I mean, that just brings home everything you've done. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it can be incredible. Very good. Yeah. yeah, I have I have a lot of clients. What do you who, recommend? Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> fine. Wait, <laughs> I have 
I have a lot of clients who have had a um, past spouse pass on from cancer or something, and they're remarrying, mm -hmm. and they're moving into that house where, you know, the, the, former, person the former couple lived. So would you think that that would be good to clear out? So here's the thing. There no. might be some resistance to that from people. So yeah. if someone had a spouse pass away, they might feel that by having an energy cleansing, what that would do is get rid of any memory of their spouse. And it doesn't. You still have your memories. But just like if you're moving a new husband into your house, mm -hmm. you know, just like you get rid of the old husband's clothing, you got to get rid of the old husband's energy too. Mm -hmm. And whether it's positive or negative, mm -hmm. you got you to gotta create a fresh palette for your own energy to be created mm -hmm. and come together. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend it. Mm -hmm. If someone's passed away, if a pet's passed away, oh. that's another one. If a pet has passed away, clear wow. the energy of the space. Huh. You know, if there's been arguments, um, you know, I know a couple that they were having relationship problems. They just kept arguing and they're like, we can't put our finger on this. I said, let's try an energy clearing. And you know mm -hmm. what? We did it and they don't argue anymore. Maybe wow. once or twice a month. It's crazy. You've actually taught me a lot when it comes to meditation, energy cleansing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, you do it on my house. I'm glad you touched on the subject uh, that you brought up. You know what I'm going through right now. And that's not getting much better. But anyway. Let's air that on the air, Danny. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, there's a lot of things that happen where, you know, you have a, um, a family member that is, you know, not going to make it. And you know that. So, and also, I've got, my son just was diagnosed with type 1 diabetic. Uh, okay. Diabetes. So, I wonder, does that, can you do anything with cleansing of the air to help along with that process? Absolutely. Absolutely. How much have you done with adolescents? Well, I've done a lot with adolescents. So, yeah. But one of the things I want to I touch on uh, to answer your question is, what if you have a sick family member at home or someone who's getting ready to transition or pass? Mm -hmm. You can do an energy cleansing. You can definitely do that. But one of the, one of the things that I caution you against is while that person's passing, allow them to have their own experience. Allow them to pass and then really work on the energy afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, because whenever someone is passing, and I don't wanna get into too much metaphysical stuff here, mm -hmm. people go through, there's some serious energy stuff that happens as they're yeah, passing. big time. So one of my co-Reiki teachers that works with me, Barbara, uh, we believe you know you don't really touch somebody as they're passing just because the energy is is mm -hmm. just off the charts. Mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, absolutely. so that's that's a good thing. That's a great yeah. question that yeah. I don't get asked a lot. Yeah. Yes, I've worked with adolescents. I've worked with many sick people and uh, people with terminal illnesses, and it's very tough. Mm -hmm. But working with them helps. So you know, Melinda, I don't know how much you know about cars. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a car buff here. Um, a lot of people, you know, they'll they'll ask, why do I want a Reiki session? Why do I want energy done in my house? So think of your car. Right. You probably drive an amazing car because I saw that ring on her finger. You probably drive an amazing car, okay? So, I yeah, she drives a yacht. Yes. So, especially in London, Ohio. Yes. So, you know, when you get your car, you have to have those tires balanced out, right? Right. What happens if you don't balance your tires? Oh, yeah, they they'll wobble and you'll shake. And they'll wobble. Your car veers one side yep. and the other on the highway. Yep. It also puts a lot of wear and tear on the motors. Right. So what do you think happens when we don't balance our energy? What happens to your body? Mm, it's all It's just all up. discombobulated. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you do a Reiki session, you do a space or energy clearing, it balances everything out. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just like, ah, that yeah. Zen sure. feeling. Mm -hmm. So that's what you want, especially as interior designers. Yeah. When you show a client their room and you're like, ta-da, yeah. you want them to not only walk into that room and have their eyes like light up by the aesthetic things they're looking at, yeah. you want them to feel good. Oh, yeah. And if they feel like, oh my gosh, you know, there's some good energy in this room, yeah. guess what they're going to do? They're going to be more likely to recommend you to clients. Right. They're going to be more likely to call you back. Mm -hmm. They're going to tell all their friends and family uh -huh. not like just how awesome you are. Yeah. Yeah. I have some people that call me way too soon for their projects. Um, I don't know. Um, they... <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I don't know who would do that. Yeah, I don't either. Um, it's very bizarre. About, Timing's always really... Can you take the money thing out of, um, you know, how much it costs that, that take Reiki and, like, wash away the money factor? 
You know what? Honestly, I think that's uh, that's a really Well, how much is a question. session for Reiki? Is that what you're talking about? What are you no, talking about? What are you at? What's your real question? People having... So I know what she's asking. Basically, she's <laughs> saying, hey, I have a client who is Overspent. shocked when I give them an estimate. Or they're shocked when they see the bill. And she's wondering if Reiki can perform that miracle of calming that client down. I'm going to tell you a little secret. Even I'm not that good. So you, all you interior designers out there, stay on budget. <laughs> You're creating your own energy out there. We just want to open up. I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> um. But here's the thing. To, to give your question, a ser to, to give it a serious response, I, I would think that if you clear the energy, if you work with it a little bit, if you have a Reiki master you know and have them send Reiki to the situation, it's going to help. Maybe we buy our clients Reiki sessions and um, we well, No, me down. and Daniel have talked about that. Yes. No, we've talked about that, including energy sessions yeah, yeah. Um, and cleansing in the home. And I think a lot of people think it's crazy, but I almost want to build that into my quotes now. Right. Um, just to have it done. If somebody's buying a new home, mm -hmm. you don't know who was the past owner. And it, mm -hmm. if there were multiple owners, you don't know what is in there. So it's right. always good to just, Absolutely. I mean, it's not crazy expensive. No. And some people believe they don't believe, but it's something you should just do. Well, here's the thing I think about. So, Even just try it. I mean, try everything yeah. once. So you go into a new house or you watch House Hunters and you always see people go, oh my gosh, I can't live with that carpet. That's you know so that gross. Well, real, right? that think about crazy. it. That's think true. about it though. I mean, first of all, you can replace the carpet, right? Yeah. You can also have it clean. But I personally think it's gross to live on somebody else's carpet oh, because you got all their germs, their yeah, skin cells, disgusting. everything else. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Ugh. though, Melinda. If you're buying a new house and you're getting the carpet replaced, yeah. you're grossed out by dealing with somebody else's stuff mm -hmm. on their carpet. Mm -hmm. What about their energy? Oh, yeah. Do you want to deal with their energy? the walls and so, you know, doorknobs. It's everywhere. It hides in the corners. It hides everywhere. So do you want to deal with all the Wall-to-wall -wall carpet is disgusting. <laughs> Oh yeah, but that's a whole that that can take a whole other podcast that I would not be part of, but I would gladly listen to. So, <laughs> so yeah, so you got to clear that energy. So tell us, how can people find you, Daniel? So people can find me. Oh my goodness, I just launched a brand new website. I know, and you told me to look at it. Danjayoga.com, D-A-N-J-A Yoga.com, and on there you can book me for Reiki, yoga, meditation space and energy clearing. Did you use the my logo that I suggested to you? I will neither confirm nor deny that on air. Oh, okay. So I did have an amazing company do my website for me, Cherubini Designs, gotta throw them yeah, out I there. Yeah, I saw you saying that. They're also Ohio-based. Um, and I oh, I'm, getting, I'm getting ganjayoga.com. No, it is not ganjayoga.com. <laughs> okay. It is danjayoga.com. Okay, D-A-N-J-A-Yoga.com. But I will tell you, after a session with me, you'll feel like you had some ganja, maybe. <laughs> you'll feel that relaxed and calm. So, yeah, so you can find me at donjayoga.com. Your new you headshot could... looks really good. What's that? Your new headshot looks really good. Thank you. I... Um, tell us what, your, it says you're certified RYT200, RMT, CR, and CA. What do those mean? So I do a lot. So I do uh, Reiki master teacher, uh, registered meditation teacher. I'm not really registered for that. I'm trained in it. I'm registered yoga teacher. Uh, I did reflexology for a while. I also do aromatherapy. Uh, so if I someone like were to book, website. it's actually really hard. Cool. Yeah, if someone were this to is my first time looking at it. Did he just say that on air? That yes, it, he did. He just admitted it's his first time looking. I know at you sent it to me last week. Wow. <laughs> you sent so, it to me. Listen, I this is a guy you. that could use meditation. And you did not use so my busy. logo design. He's so busy, and it's his first time looking at my website after a week. Now, you Listen, can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Danja Yoga. So that's my handle on there. Okay. We'll I'm not on Twitter it. currently. I hate Twitter. Well, I am, but... I just can't think of stuff to tweet about. Are you on Snapchat? I am on Snapchat. I don't... I but I don't really it. use it for business. So just, tell us about Jake. Jake, his is, his is different than yours. His says B-B-A-A-A-S. Well, Jake has put on his academic... Uh, Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, he's put on his academic certifications, and uh, Jake has quite an amazing career. So he does a lot of the yoga, meditation, and Reiki with me. Oh, cool. Um, but I also branch out, and I teach with other people at times as well. As a matter of fact, i got to throw this out there. If you go on my website, uh, you can probably see the date. I don't remember. It's under events. I have an amazing, amazing retreat coming up for women. 
that I'm doing with a woman named Cami Wernemont. Um, and that is in February. It's a one-day retreat for the busy women in your life. Where is it at? Uh, it is at her retreat center. Uh, Wait, hold on. I'm under latest articles. What, what do you want to look under? Upcoming events. Yeah, upcoming events. So it's at her retreat center. I forget what the date is. It's an all-day event where uh, I will teach Valley you meditation. Uh, she will teach you how to get your life in order from a life coach perspective. So I'm excited about that. That's cool. Um, I'm also taking part in an event coming up for uh, women that is self-defense. But I'm also teaching them Zen and yoga a little bit. And you so. are a strong woman. You know, from I, the I day think, I met you, I think inside of every one of us is a strong woman, a strong man. It's a it's a strong blend of both masculine kidding. and feminine energies. Yeah. Upcoming events. I'm seeing. I see Sequoia for men. Do you want to tell us anything about that? Yeah. So I teach a men's class through Yoga on High on Sunday nights at 7:45 at okay, the Grandview location. Keep going. And that's an awesome class. It's all men. There's an amazing energy created with the group. Um, we do yoga. We, they get a Buddhist Dharma talk. They work with essential oils, breath practices, meditation at the end. That's an amazing class. So if you're a guy in the area and you want to go to that class, go for it. I do a lot of private yoga classes. Um, I do it for corporations. That's what keeps me busy the majority of the time. I also mm -hmm. do one-on-one -on -one yoga sessions. Mm -hmm. So I stay pretty busy. Okay, for so our, our I, friends I don't know and colleagues that are like out of out of Ohio. Hopefully, we can post before them. But well, Daniel's you... women's class is going to be on February 27th from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and that's okay. the retreat he was just talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so we'll try awesome. to get this podcast up. Okay. Before so then. we have friends and colleagues that are in California. Yeah. You know, anyway, Florida. come in for it. Yeah. yeah. We'll recommend. Do you channel. have any um, things that you can do over the phone or any kind of coaching? Do you want to do your little? You were going to do a session. I said yeah. I hate having dead air on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. So, so you know what you they wanna, warned me about dead air, but I I'm, hate I I personally just don't like having dead air in here. And we've gotten this is one of our longest podcasts ever, and I feel like we've filled this time slot effortlessly. So. If you want to do your little thing, do my little do? thing. Wow! I don't know. What do you want to so, do? You so said you, know you wanted to do a little. So thing wherever where you, you are right people. now, let's let's go ahead. Wherever you are right now, can I go outside? If you're in a chair, if you're do sitting on the ground, you can be here. <laughs> Just sit up nice and tall. You know, rest okay. your hands. We're all going to do this. Hold on, before we do this, if yeah. you wanted to now, and you've listened to this on, because we some people listen to our podcast on two times the speed, three times the speed. Mm -hmm. So this would be a time to tune up. But before you tune out, I want you to make sure you follow Daniel Sir Nicola on Instagram at... At Donja Yoga. And Facebook at... At Donja Yoga. And, we and my website, www.donjayoga.com. Yes. So we're going to do a little exercise right now, and he's going to show us... What are you going to teach us? So I'm going to lead you through a breath practice, then I'm going to show you how to do a quick and easy meditation method, method called Calm Abiding. So for the breath practice... You can just start to inhale, start to just, actually, let's start with just focusing on your breath. Just notice that you're breathing. Notice that as you inhale, your belly fills up with air. And as you exhale, your belly falls gently back to the spine. Just focusing on your inhaling and your exhaling. And as you do this, noticing whatever emotions pop up in your head, notice how your body feels just to even focus on the breath for the small time. Just taking a few more breaths and you can make them big belly breaths, breathing in as you fill up the belly and exhaling as you empty the belly. And then we'll expand the practice a little bit. This time as you start to inhale, we'll inhale for a count of one, two, three, four, exhale. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And you can release the practice and just, you can do that as many rounds as you want.
I was I, feeling really relaxed, but as you know, my studio's in mechanics warehouse. Yes, there is a mechanic next door. So, yes, and he's drilling. So this will take us into noise. the meditation practice. Yeah. So wherever and you are. tuning out the background noise. Tune out the background. Sit up nice and tall. Allow your shoulders to relax down your back. Bring the palms to rest on your knees or your lap. And feel free to wiggle the elbows a little bit. And just focus on a spot in front of you that's about three to feet three to four feet in front of you, whether it's on the ground, whether it's on your desk. And just start to breathe. And you don't have to stare at the spot with a really hard gaze. You can just stare at it gently, kind of soften your eyes. And just starting to breathe. This is and really so this relaxing. is where the first question you're going to ask is, what do we do with all those thoughts happening in our mind? Sometimes we call that the hummingbird mind or the monkey mind, where the monkey just flits everywhere, the hummingbird flies everywhere. Whenever you notice your mind wandering, that's actually success because it means that you're aware that your mind is wandering. So when oh you notice the mind wandering, come back to the breath, specifically the exhale, and just say to yourself, I'm exhaling. Some people like to even label the thoughts and say, okay, I'm thinking. And that's all you need to do is be aware that you're thinking because there's no way to turn it off. But you can start to train the mind by coming back to the breath. And what this does is it allows us to be in the present moment. We're not thinking about what's gonna happen tomorrow or what's gonna happen with our interior designer client that's upset we didn't order 30 yards of fabric. We're not thinking about what happened with a client yesterday. Or that they got we're just thinking about right now. Orange hardwood. So we're just thinking about right now. This is actually really relaxing. I'm very focusing relaxing. on the breath. I shouldn't be talking. I just can't shut up. <laughs> so you hey, can do no, this. No, I am really relaxed right now. I'm so trying. you can do I'm this practice. Really hard. He's tr he's trying very hard. So you can do this practice for five Mine minutes. Is busting up laughing. You can no, do it for ten minutes. You, this is... And you know another practice I like to teach is if you're focusing you on your breath. You did clear my mind though just now. I did. Yes. See, my mind was completely clear. I didn't do it. You actually did it. His, his mind, but his mouth was running. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes there's it's that the mind-mouth connection. So another thing you can do is count your breaths, and you can do this anywhere you are. You can close your eyes. You can have your eyes open. You can say to yourself, "Inhale one." Exhale one, inhale two, exhale two, and so on. You put Orso to sleep. I think you've hypnotized. I put the dog to sleep. Yes. Wow. I think you've hypnotized Orso. I hypnotized. Wow, I'm good. I'm better than I thought I was. Jeez. <laughs> Do I get paid extra for that? <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, so those are some simple meditation practices and mindfulness practices you can just carry into your regular everyday life. And how far do you travel? I mean, we have a lot of Central Ohio listeners. Um, we have a lot of Ohio listeners. How far? If somebody wants to talk to you. You know, I will, you can call me. I will, my phone number is visible on my website. And do I'm, you do, I'm willing to travel. It, you know, do I you prefer, do, can you do this over FaceTime? I can like do this a, over FaceTime. I can do it uh, Cause you're very, via this, Skype. This was very calming. Like, yeah, I've known Daniel for years and whatever we just did over the last three minutes, um, really cleared my mind and I feel like almost reset and we're recording this at, um, it's almost 3 p.m. in the afternoon, but I literally feel, what do you, how do you feel, Melinda? You're being quiet. I'm quiet. I'm relaxed. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. It works. And that's what these practices do. I'm ready for do. a nap. <laughs> that's what these practices do. But you know what? There's also breath, just to put this out there, there's also breath practices and meditation practices that will energize you a little bit, too. Mm -hmm. So just like I said, we the longer. We don't need more energy. Yeah. Just like I said, We're, the longer exhale will, uh will tell the parasympathetic nervous system, which tells the brain that's okay to relax. If you do shorter exhales and longer inhales, it's gonna energize the body a little bit. So there's all kinds of different things you can do. And then anything else we wanna to add today? We've gone, this is one of our longest podcasts ever. It's been a great I think one. We're yeah. at, so much, I think everybody would too. Yeah. yeah. yeah and if you great. have any questions, you can yeah. reach out to me on my website. There's a contact me section. You can message me on Facebook. And I'm tagging him on my Facebook as well. Yeah. yeah. We'll put this uh, in the show notes as well. So there goes Danny again. There goes Danny again. <laughs> That's and I Fred. Think... He's supposed to be shut off. Yeah. 
My phone was shut off. You better get Fred. <laughs> no, why is my phone ringing when it's shut off? It's like if the computer's open, my watch is on. So yeah, you can answer. You could reach me on Instagram, Facebook, my website. I will gladly help out however I can. And also, I have connections all over the country. So if you have someone, uh, if you're in Florida, California, some other state, I might know somebody that I can hook you up with you or connect you to if I can't do it myself. Um, you know, I'm just in in the business of helping people. Good. That's good. Sound like we are, us. That's how. That's, that's what, what we, we do. Are. Just yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. So, well, right. Danny, you want to close this out? Yeah, well, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know mine, it's Danny Russo, Melinda, Melinda Finds, Finds Int, I-N-T, <laughs> on Instagram, uh, Twitter. I don't when I do Twitter. There. I tweet. Do you? I you tweet? tweet? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> Facebook, I am launching my new shop. If you're listening to this, it's probably been launched right now. We have such amazing new products coming in and available to you. You get a designer discount. And if you're listening to the podcast, if you mention on your order podcast one nine, we'll be happy to give you an additional 10% off. But Melissa, Melinda, Melissa, <laughs> don't call me that. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm not Mindy. <laughs> We're going to post this early and you're going to see us on stage. You're going to see me at KBIS. Yeah for the Kitchen Bath Industry Show. Yeah. We will be on stage. We'll yeah, at the Home and Garden Show. On February 21st. 21st we'll noon. be podcasting yep. live. Mm -hmm. Bring That's your right. questions. Do we have tickets to that? Somebody asked me today, can we yes, give people tickets? Yes, we're going to get tickets. Absolutely. So if you want a ticket yep. to that. Give us a call. Yeah, yep. I'm going to go ahead and we post this people. episode next week. Yeah, we need people to show up in the audience. Yeah, so, so if you yeah, want we'll free tickets. We'll give you a ticket. Yeah. We can get. And design can we get, exchange, yeah. We can we, get multiple quantities. Yeah, we can get. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah. we'll, if you just email me, Danny at DannyRusso.com, office at DannyRusso.com, or, or Melinda at shopfdi.com. And we'll get you tickets to come see us. I'll be flying back from KBIS at 530 that morning. Ooh. So hopefully yeah. they so have. Hopefully there's hopefully no snowstorm. Hopefully they have Botox on my flight <laughs> <laughs> and filler, <laughs> nice ice mask. Yeah, and we'll yep. go from there. Yep. So all right, thank all you guys right, for listening. Hope thank you have you. a great weekend. We'll talk thank soon. You. Thanks See for having me. Thanks, Danny. All right, great. Daniel, <laughs> thank you so much. All right, bye guys.